It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. An update on Jeremy Renner. He posted a hospital selfie on Instagram 11 hours ago. He looks pretty banged up from that snowplow accident, but he did take the picture himself. He said he wanted to thank fans for the love, so the actual caption says, Thank you all for your kind words. I'm too messed up now to type, but I send love to you all. So it's good to hear from him, from his own, you know, fingers. I was going to say from his own mouth, but I mean, it's social media. It's all the fingies, but it sounded like he was was being a hero at the time. He was helping someone stranded in the snow when he got ran over by his snowplow. Oh, tragic, but hopefully he's going to be okay. Who do you think is on the list of the most annoying celebrities of 2022? Oh, my God. I, I don't even want to guess who's on here. Who made this also? Who made this list? Ranker. Ranker. So Ranker, okay. and it's voting. It's voting based. Uh, they made a list of the celebrities we're sick of. Not all of them are that <laughs> surprising. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are on the top of the list. Okay. Yeah, sure. And uh, also on the list, of course, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. James Corden. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, I like this. Chrissy Teigen, Kanye West, Ellen DeGeneres. Do you know who's on Johnny's list of most annoying celebrities? Mm-hmm. Adam Levine. That's true. I mean, it's, Adam Levine. that's surprising that he didn't get anywhere near that list. He is on the okay. list. However, he's number 46 out of 50. Mm. So he's like barely made the list. This is the biggest injustice since Celine wasn't on the top singers of all time list. Oh get him gosh. to number one. We have a new list to be upset yeah. about today. Okay. And people are probably annoyed with Harry and Meghan. They made the top of the list. They are everywhere right now. Yep. They just had their Netflix special. And speaking of the Netflix special, the house they filmed it at just went up for sale. Oh. It's so beautiful. $33.5 million in Montecito. 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 (laughs) And it's so stunning. So I love looking at houses I can't afford. So we'll post that on our social media if you want to check it out. Um, Prince Harry actually has a memoir coming out on January 10th. And he is going to be sitting down for a tell-all interview with Anderson Cooper for 60 Minutes, airing this Sunday night. And we actually have a clip from it. It sounds dramatic, like way more dramatic dramatic than their Netflix special ever was in six episodes. You say you tried to do this privately. And every single time I've tried to do it, there have been briefings and leakings and planting of stories against me and my wife. You know, the family motto is never complain, never explain, but it's just a motto and it doesn't really hold. There's a lot of complaining and a lot of explaining. And private being done in <laughs> through leaks. Through leaks. They will feed or have a conversation with the correspondent. And that correspondent will literally be spoon-fed information and write the story. And then the bottom of it, they will say that they've reached out to Buckingham Palace for comment. Mm. But the whole story is Buckingham Palace. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Can't wait for that. That's on Sunday night. And uh, your next weather report's coming up at 7.20. Never complain, never explain. That's like the opposite of our show's motto, I think. <laughs> Always complain, never explain. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Bad news, Hannah. Pretty soon you might need to show your license to watch dirty movies. What? Yeah. No way. Apparently it's already happening in some parts of the world, uh, particularly Louisiana. <laughs> what is the reason? <laughs> they require you to submit your driver's license if you want to watch porn videos online. It's uh, in particular the website Pornhub. People try to log on there. In Louisiana? Yeah, and they had to. Uh, they had a little pop-up screen where you have to submit your driver's license or state ID to prove you're 18 or older. So it's oh. just a proof of age type thing. Okay. But you do have to submit your license. They're like, show yourself! Which I feel like would... <laughs> 
would stop people in their tracks. Like, you know, there's certain things where you maybe Google, and if you had to prove who you were and offer, like, okay, this is me, yeah, you might I'm, just... You're like, I, Johnny Parks, would like to know the answer to this question. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, oh. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's a I lot. Well, I mean... I kind of get it, but can't you just control that via, like, uh, they always parental control? Yeah, but no one, like, every single kid has a device. Yeah. And most things that tell you to prove your age, no matter what it is, are just like, are you of age? And you click yes. And they and say, you, are you a robot? And you click no, and you're in. Yeah, so I actually, I support this. I think more things online you should need to offer more of your personal information to get access to, especially if you're going to be making opinions about things. I wish you needed your license to go on Twitter. But I don't know. I, I think that it's a good thing. Actually. You think people would talk less smack on social media if you had to have an idea company? Put your in. face and your name on it yeah. if you really believe it. But, yeah. Uh, Put your face and your name on your kinks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Them. We want to know. We do want to know. But maybe, maybe <laughs> to the uh, my advice to the kids who now can't get their, their fix online, just do it the old-fashioned way. Head out to the bush. Find a box full of ratty old magazines. Oh, yuck. Oh, the good old days. Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. What do you think is the laziest thing you've ever done? Laziest thing I've ever done? That's a tough one for you, Johnny. It really is. Um... Yeah, I'm not sure. Do you have the laziest thing you've ever done? I had a friend who would have a laser pointer, and they'd get their cat to turn the light switches off with the laser no pointer. No way! By, like, jumping and turning out the light. That's amazing. Yeah. Give your cat a workout while you just lie there motionless. It's, it's technology, uh-huh. man. It's crazy. It's come leaps and bounds. Uh-huh. And this new invention is exactly that. Samsung has invented an oven with a camera that can live stream your food. That's pretty cool, actually. It's finally uh. happened. <laughs> They're hoping it's going to be helpful for food bloggers, Twitch streamers, what have you. But get this, it can also scan what's in the oven, identify 80 different dishes and ingredients, and what? then it recommends the appropriate temperature, mode, and cook time for whatever you put in there. This That's really cool. This is as close as we're going to get to the microwave from Spy Kids. <laughs> we're almost there. Wait, you mean where you can open the cupboards and it just has like McDonald's like, or something? Beep, beep, here you go. Oh, I wish. I like that. You know, it, it sounds kind of like, a okay, who really needs this? But the only reason I ever look up anything for recipes is time and temperature. So if my oven can just tell me, that saves me hours of scrolling through articles about people's personal history when yeah. all I wanted was a damn time and temperature. It is... It's kind of funny, if uh, if you've watched the show 1923, which is like a spinoff of Yellowstone, there's this scene where this guy is selling the Marvel technologies of the modern age, and it's like a washing machine for your clothes, like a fridge. This is 1923, right? Right. And the people in the show, they're skeptical. They're like, oh, who needs these modern conveniences? So I feel like this has just always been happening. Like a new thing comes out, people are like, well, what's the practical use there? But this could be, I think it's a good idea, oh really. Oh, my God. Remember when they invented microwaves? Like there was some... <laughs> There was some movie, well, obviously it was before we weren't. Was it American Hustle where this girl was, like, so afraid of the microwave? She's like, get that thing out of my house. I get that, like, a radiation cooker. We were very scared, actually. Uh, For a while, we kept uh, our our gerbil cage on top of our microwave. (gasps) Might have messed the dude up a little bit. I don't know. I don't know for sure. He didn't have a very long life. I don't know how long gerbils are supposed to live, but Uh, could that be a thing? It was a pretty cheap microwave. See, Um, it's so funny how much we rely on technology because we were just on vacation, mm -hmm. and there were so many questions that I wanted to ask our Google Home and realized, oh, we don't have one of those here. Like, hey, Google, what's the weather like? Or, hey, Google, how long do gerbils live? Like, it would be so easy to just do that. Or, hey, Google, set a timer for 20 minutes uh, when you're cooking. 
it's so easy. And now when I have to set a timer on my phone, I'm like, oh, yeah. this old thing. This is this is living in modern times. You're on vacation <laughs> and you miss your Google Home. You're like, oh, I'd give anything to hear their voice right now. We're like at the beach, <laughs> sound of the waves. And I'm like, oh, where's my Google Home at? Hey, Google, turn on my oven camera. I want to see what's going on in there. Virgin Mornings with Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is your Christmas tree still up? Do you have it up or is it all packed away or thrown away? We actually were really on the ball this last weekend and took down all of our Christmas decorations already. Now, I forget. Do you have a real tree or fake? Fake. Fake. Okay. Yeah. It's not not real. If you do have a real one and you're wondering, oh, how should I get rid of it? What should I do? would be a shame to let it go to waste. Maybe try eating it. What? Eat your Christmas tree. This is a, a thing that's been going around on TikTok where people have been teaching others how to cook and eat your Christmas tree. Oh, so you cook it. You don't just well, take a bite of it raw? I, I mean, you probably could. You probably I think could. evergreen trees, almost all evergreen trees are edible. They're not poisonous. And Johnny would know because he keeps a foraging yeah. book in his satchel at all times. Oh, hell yeah. You're talking <laughs> to the guy who was eating flowers, scavenging, yeah. uh, you know, uh, sumac and different things from Little River Corridor all summer long. Do you know what this reminds me of is like a hipster spruce drink. I feel like a hipster bar would put like a sprig of Christmas tree <laughs> into your beverage. I'm sure that's a big part of it. I, I think. One of the things they suggest you make out of it is alcohol. I don't know exactly how that would work, but, nice. uh, you know, ferment some pine needles, maybe. Turns right into pine salt. Don't drink that. Yeah. They're saying you could make syrup out of pine needles, which I don't know how that would be, honestly. <laughs> Boil it up with sugar and water. Kind of similar I mean, to making jam, too, it maybe. It good. It's probably right? like a savory so, taste. Other people say you can use it as like a um, uh, seasoning, right? Oh, okay. Grind it up. Make some tea. There's plenty of ways that you can uh, put your yeah. Christmas tree to use I this holiday know. season as it comes to a close. So, Well, they have that one day a year where they pick up all the old Christmas trees, right? Yeah. I wonder what they do with them. Because I always assume that they composted oh. or they recycled them. Yeah, mulch them up. Yeah. Which I guess you could do that, too. Or give them to me. I'll, I'll chop them up into firewood. For you, Hannah, you've got a fire pit in the backyard. Johnny I could will, use some exercise. He will whittle them into walking <laughs> sticks because he's really big into whittling right now. Really big into that. So send me your Christmas trees if you don't feel like eating them. It's 93.9 Virgin Radio. I don't Radio. know if I feel like eating mine. Well, it's fake, so definitely yeah, don't no. feel like eating if mine. If you have a fake tree, <laughs> please don't try any of these recipes. I'm begging you. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Behind the scenes, we are screaming at this conversation, (laughs) finding all of these original songs from shows or movies. Yeah, what is your favorite of all time? Text 10.93.9. And I'm I'm curious, are these ones, it's like fictional bands or songs that were literally written in the context of the movie, right? We're not even talking about musicals. No, these are songs that were specifically released for a movie or Mm -hmm. show. So it it can exist outside of the show. Like, right. sometimes there are songs like High School Musical where they kind of took on their own life. Fair. But it was written for the musical. This is a conversation going viral on Twitter. <laughs> um, it has 14,000 quote tweets. Oh, good. And so many replies. My favorite reply for original song from a movie is the Beyonce and Solange from Goldmember. Yes! Gold member soundtrack. Oh, sometimes I forget that this happened. Eagle member, Eagle member. 
that's so a banger. Good. That is an absolute banger. Okay, you've got uh, one. I do have one. This, I think, it, this defined my uh, preteen adolescent years growing up. The classic, Scotty Doesn't Know. That was from a movie? Yeah. What movie was this from? Uh, Euro Trip, I think? You I thought this was a real song? It. No, I don't see again. I only knew it from the... I'm pretty sure this is Matt. It's I don't think he's singing it, but Matt Damon is the actor who is like the guy singing it in the in the movie. I had no idea this song yeah, was from. No, oh yeah, classic. Wow. Oh, that's a good one. Uh-huh. Well, talking about songs you definitely know are from movies. Uh-huh. You know, I had to throw a little Lindsay Lohan oh, in God. there. <laughs> Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Of course it is. Originally written for the movie, if you can't tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Best original song written for a movie or TV yeah. show. Yeah. Okay, I got one more for you. It's from a TV show. I don't know if it counts or not, but American Dad has some great songs, especially when they're sung by the character Steve. This song's called Daddy's Gone. And it is, it's basically like a boy band music video, but I love it. The difference between Johnny and Mai's selection. Daddy's gone, and we're not going home ever again. It's soulful, man. They're in the desert with their shirts billowing. Oh, my God. Never gonna find another father like you. You didn't okay. do the Roger part. No, I'm huh? not familiar with no? this one. Okay, but you well, know what I am familiar with uh-huh. is uh, Josie and the Pussycats movie. Oh, God, They yeah. have a fake boy band in the Josie and the Pussycats movie <laughs> called DuJour, and they die in a plane crash. Right. And DuJour released, like, this song when they were famous called DuJour Around the World. <laughs> talk to our boss about this. Who do we pay for these songs we're playing if they're all by fictional bands? Well, we're only playing 10 (laughs) seconds. CRTC, don't come for us. Loophole. Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on you. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Would you be offended if your partner got you Botox for Christmas? You text 10.93.9. We got an anonymous submission. says, some of my friends say I should be upset with my husband for getting me a Botox gift certificate for Christmas. They say it's an insulting gift and says uh, a subliminal message that he's not happy with the way I look. They said, though, he did write me a beautiful card with it and said he gave me the gift certificate because he wants me to be the best version of myself I can be. I don't know about that wording. They said, I'm not sure who to believe, my friends or my husband, should I be insulted. Here's the thing. I am team Botox. Yeah. I've never had any Botox. However, if you want to get it, Mm -hmm. do you. Whatever makes you feel good about yourself. That's great. You sure you never got Botox? Do squint, squint your eyes and okay. Look, I, I can I'm raise some my lines. eyebrows fully. I'm seeing lines. So the question is, did she ask for it or did he just give it to her unsolicited? It sounds like it wasn't asked for. I feel like this is how this whole thing comes about. Because but, uh, we have a comment on our Instagram from one of our friends, Laura, and she says, I ask for Botox every year for Christmas <laughs> and I never get it. I'm so jealous. <laughs> and okay. like, I kind of feel that. But if you don't ask for it, then that is... 
You're sending a message. Yeah. A lot of people are coming in with the headache migraine angle. Lindsay yeah. said, you, you shouldn't be offended because it does help some people with headaches. And I have heard that. Uh, Michael just says, what an arse. So yeah. we know where he stands there. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I did know someone and they're like, oh, I get Botox for my migraines. And then I get a couple extra syringes oh, here and there. There so, you, you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's do whatever you want. Uh, we did have Katie too. See, this is what I mean about the wording. It says, oh, best version of yourself you can be equals look better. Would be different if the reason was the migraines again. But, yeah, it, that's the thing. If it was like, you know, I want you to feel beautiful no matter what that means. And maybe if it's like a clinic that offers Botox but also other things like massages, whatever. Facials, whatever. That's one thing. But if it's specifically like you you need to look your best, that's kind of weird. Yeah. If she didn't ask for it, that's yeah. kind of shade. But it's like, remember when my fiancé and I, we did a treadmill for Christmas. Right. And that can be yeah, seen as the wrong way too. But we talked about it and we're like, we would love to yeah. have a treadmill. I love running. A and conversation. That's yeah, all it is. That's right? all it is. Give us a call. 519-792-6040. Where do you fall on this? Asking for a friend. You know, Someone so. said we all want a little Botox. No need to be offended. <laughs> sure. Let's do all it. Right. Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. We're asking for a friend today. We've been having talks about someone's bow, getting them Botox. Is that uh, toxic? Talks on talks. Yeah, I know. Most people have actually, I'm surprised, so much support for Botox today. Um, yeah. The situation was she got it as a Christmas gift, a gift certificate to get Botox. Her friends are like, you should be offended. Why would he do that? People love Botox. A lot of people do. Uh, we got Melina on the phone, 519-792-6040. You're pro bow. When I saw my first wrinkle, uh-huh. I got... Botox. So you're you're for it. Uh, Did it like yeah, so you think that she should be happy with it too. Right? That's the solution. It yeah. works. It works. So it, it does. It does work. I mean, the trick is make sure she wants it before you give <laughs> it to her. Which is just good advice for everything. Anything. Yeah. Hannah and Johnny. 939 Virgin Radio. Yeah. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 939 Virgin Radio. Benedict Cumberbatch might have to pay reparations to Barbados. After his family was linked to the slave trade. Yeah, I saw that. In Barbados. Wow. So they just formed a task force over there seeking reparations from the descendants of wealthy slave owners. And uh, they didn't rule out targeting Benedict Cumberbatch's family, according to The Telegraph. Mm. So his ancestors owned a sugar plantation in Barbados, Barbados that housed 250 slaves. Wow. And um, The Telegraph also reported that Benedict Cumberbatch's mom once did advise him not to use their family's last name professionally in case it made him the target of a campaign for reparations. So he had people in his life telling Being him like, hey, that Cumberbatch wasn't a good idea. Yeah, and, and he like, still did it. But he's like, listen, it sounds so fun. It does he's it like, though? Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm, well, it's got so many syllables, the people are going to love this name. And uh, not so much. No, well, he can afford it. He's got like a, I think, $40 million net worth. Why not? Pay $40, up. $40 million net worth. Not actually that much in terms of like famous actors, though. Like, well, yeah, but in terms of everyone else. That's that's true. Nothing to obviously, sneeze at. Obviously, in terms of well, Nick Cannon, his net worth is what, $200 million? Like, Why do you always find a way to bring Nick Cannon into it? I don't know, because he's had 12 kids and he needs to <laughs> all right. pay for all of them. Fair. It's the end of an era. Abby Lee Miller's dance studio is closing down. Aww. Do you remember Dance Moms? I do. The hold that that show had on us, who is going to be at the top of the pyramid? We have to know. <sighs> Uh, so Abby Lee Miller sold the dance studio. She's taking her name and her influence off of the property, so we don't know who bought it, but she's not going to be involved at all. It's almost as if the amount of child desperation and tears 
it's it's got to be cursed. Like I wouldn't want to take over this lease. Would it haunt it. Just listen to how she treated these kids. Oh, no. Solos. Yes. I just don't understand why I don't have a solo because there's three kids on the team. Because I don't want you to have one. Is that a good enough answer? I'm not giving you another excuse. It's my company. I say no. Can you stomp your feet when you say it? Because that's what it sounds like. It's a little breath. Are you making fun of me because I'm in a wheelchair and I can't stomp my feet? No, I'm making fun of you because you made fun of my kid all year that she's some kind of brat and she's not. She asked you a nice question no, and you're, you're, you're going to slap you. the paper up and down like that? Are you serious? Why don't you give her an adult response, a professional response? You're just not good enough. <gasps> she's terrible. <laughs> she's <The> terrible. <gasps> yeah, no, that place is definitely haunted by the, uh, uh, the death of those children's innocence. That's yeah. wild. So who wants Abby oh. Lee Miller's dance studio? Anyone? Anyone? Cricket? Bueller? Probably Nick Cannon who bought it. <laughs> dance studio for all his kids. <laughs> it's Hannah and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Once again, proving that you can't always trust star ratings on Google. Okay? We're going to have a look at what caused some people to leave one-star reviews. This time... On Comerica Park. Okay, so usually when you do rotten reviews, you'll do like some sort of natural landmark. Yeah. Which it's hard to one-star review a natural landmark like a lake or a park. Yeah. But Comerica Park, I feel as if there's a lot that can go wrong here. For sure, but you know, some of these are just not justified. Let me get some good uh, mood music on here. There we go. Uh, John, six months ago, said the Tigers lost. Paid like 30 bucks for three beers. Awful experience. 30 bucks for three beers. Not actually that bad. Clearly man's never been to a pro sports game before. Um, neither has Brenda. Brenda reviewed Comerica three years ago saying, I don't like baseball. One star. <laughs> That's okay. Jesus, this is not my personal taste. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. Um, Luke left a review. Said, the dipping dot stand was closed and I want my dipping dots. One star. <laughs> never leave reviews when you're hangry, my guy. Come on. Trevor. I was at the game using the 300-level bathrooms, and while I was in the process of using a urinal, a roach flew into it. Okay, when, well, that is a valid one-star review. I can understand that. Eric left a one-star review, says, The Energy Squad girl was rude and didn't even choose me to win the free pizza. Oh, you can't, can't. do that. You can't review. In, in radio, we understand what it's like for people to harass you for not giving them free stuff. So yeah. hang in there. And sometimes, Hannah, you like to hear positive reviews, too. I do. It's always nice to end on Here's a Here's the thing, though. These people still left only one star. Debbie said, love going to Tiger Games. Beautiful ballpark. Always a good time. That's one star. What? Why? Win- Winford, in all caps, says, best stadium, best fans, best courtesy, best fun one can have on an outing. Even though they lost, I still had a ball. One star. So, basically, people just don't know how to use the the story. No idea. And this is the last one. Okay, this is probably my favorite. From uh, Tamara. Said, I was happy to go see Poison, Def Leppard, Joan Jett, Motley Crue. I wasn't happy to smell all the potheads around us. Oh, no, the devil's lettuce. When I talked to a person who worked there, she said there was nothing they could do because it was a concert. It is not legal to smoke it in public. Don't get me wrong. Everyone has their own preference. I have friends who smoke it, but be considerate for oh the God. ones who don't. She's on a full-ass soliloquy. It, it gave me a headache. Park review. It gave my husband an upset stomach. Uh. So, you know what they say about poison fans, right? it's not smoking weed. Well, don't look at me. I wasn't at that show. But if you went to the Chili Peppers show in August Mm -hmm. and smelled something a little skunky up in the 300s, 
That might have been me. Mornings with Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. What do you think desperately needs to be normalized as we move into 2023? You can text us at 10.93.9. Any ideas, Hannah? I'm kind of thinking like wearing sweatpants all the time, but I think that has been normalized <laughs> oh, just in the sure. last two or three years. Absolutely. As a whole. <laughs> well, there is a list here. I hesitate to say it's from BuzzFeed, but it is what it is. Uh, the number one on the list I can get on board with eating out alone. Yeah. And we're talking about dining at a restaurant, not the other. Ew, that no, would take some nobody, gymnastics. Nobody was um, thinking that. I've done that. Eating sushi solo yeah. at a sushi restaurant. Why not? It's great. Go treat yourself. Yeah. Uh, another one here. Being able to call in sick to work due to menstruation or mental health reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Support either one of those. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, and a lot of this does have to do with you know, working and people wanting to have healthier work-life life balances. Uh-huh. Uh, everyone being paid a livable wage. Let's normalize that in 2023. Hey. Good luck. Uh, living with your parents into adulthood. A lot of yeah. people want to normalize that because a lot of people just can't afford to strike out on their own. A lot at this of point. people. Well, you know, when I first met my fiance, he lived with his parents. Yeah? Yep. Oh, look at, now look at him, huh? Now look at us. He's got the gal, he's got the mansion in LaSalle. Just Holy no, moly. No, no. Oh, come on. Come on. Compare your house to my house. I'm just saying. Um, the ability to tell the difference between reliable and unreliable sources on the internet. Like, that's just not going to happen. I would love that to be normalized, but the amount of misinformation online and people willing to believe it, it happens. Uh, People want to normalize a four-day work week. Yeah, absolutely. We were just talking about that the other day. It would be so much better. I feel like we'd get more done doing longer four-day work weeks than Mm -hmm. five days of shorter amount of time. This week has been a four-day, right? Yeah. How's it feeling for you so far? Good? So far, so good. And we're like halfway done already. That's right. Uh, I love this one. More affection between men and affection between different sexes that isn't romantic or sexual in nature. I got to tell you, I didn't manage to make it back to Ottawa for uh, for Christmas, and I missed my hugs and kisses with the boys. Yeah. Last time I I saw them, they immediately drew me into a giant bear hug. One of my buddies kissed me on the mouth and then stuck a joint in my mouth. Adorable. That's That's the greeting Johnny expects every day. Well, did you see Tom Brady was in some hot water? Not hot water, but people were, like, making fun of him because he was posting pictures of his son, and his son was, like, sitting on his lap at the pool. And he was, like, snuggling with his son, who's a teenager. But people were, like, yeah, it's so stupid. I think that's so great. More affection between men in 2023. And this is one that I will say I entirely disagree with. This person says we should normalize dressing to impress for things like flying, dining out, and job interviews. Okay. What do you think of that? I'm actually fine with that. What? Remember when people used to dress up to go on an airplane? That's the dumbest. Yeah, but think about how air travel has been the last couple weeks. You would need a full wardrobe change for like two weeks worth of travel. Uh, You're stuck in the airport doing a fashion show? I don't think so. If you want to be bougie and you want to be extra and you want to be the main character, I support you. Mm -hmm. Here's another thing I think we should normalize in 2023. Selling craft dinner at movie theaters. There you go. <laughs> Give everybody like a little bowl of KD because that's how I like to watch my movies with craft dinner yeah. instead of popcorn or with popcorn. Just get both. Yeah. You so- should sell craft dinner at Cineplex. And then while while we're at it, you want the wine at the WFCU Center as well, right? Okay, Normalized so the WFCU Center sports. does have wine. They you do! To, you have to be in the fancy lounge. There you go. Alright, well. Mystery <laughs> busted. <laughs> That's your mystery busted yeah. for today. Anna and Johnny on Windsor's number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. So Sherlock Holmes has officially become public domain. Oh yeah. You know what that means. We can use his likeness, references, and symbolism without facing legal action. 
happen? Well, this happened with, uh, what was it Winnie recently? The Winnie the Pooh, same thing, right? Yeah, when it's out long enough, it belongs to all of us. Okay, now. good. Yeah, so fair use is what we're calling this. Mm-hmm. And uh, we decided to celebrate Sherlock Holmes being made public domain by a little story. Okay. It's called Hannah Holmes and the Case of the Missing Poutine Dip Sandwich from Arby's. There we go. <clears throat> a mystery is afoot. Scene one. Cut to 221B Olet Avenue. Hannah Holmes is there. She's smoking a pipe with her headphones on and feet on the desk in front of her. She removes her headphones and looks at her cat, Bonum. I've been meaning to get some Arby's, Watson. <laughs> Watson is Bonum, by the way. He's got a little monocle and a also, little cat pipe. Can I interject? Malarkey. Watson's name is John. You couldn't make it Johnny Watson? No. Okay. No. Go on. Watson is Bonum. He's got a little tiny cat pipe. Super cute. Fine. Watson meows, purrs, and sneaks out his little escape route holding a tiny to-go box in his mouth. He goes straight from the studio out to Olad, okay? Of course. Johnny Parks enters. Hey, have you heard the new version of Jazz Farts 2.0, he says. <laughs> Fair. So, Hannah Holmes replies nonchalantly and heads to the kitchen for some extra napkins because you need it with the poutine dip, okay? Fine. Scene two. Hannah Holmes enters the kitchen. She is startled by her boss, Jay Stevens, Ooh. whose head popped out of the fridge. My God. He is all out of his pumpkin spice coffee creamer, and he looks angry. Dun, dun, dun. I'll come back later, Hannah thinks. Not going to touch that one. Hannah walks by the washroom on her way upstairs and decides she may as well go before lunch. Only two minutes later, she enters scene three, the Virgin Radio studio, and sees Johnny Parks gone. Watson sleeping next to an empty Arby's container with little gravy footprints leading all around the studio. Oh, my God. Her Arby's poutine dip sandwich is gone. So the question is, who do you think ate it? Do you think it was the cat, Johnny Parks, or our boss, Jay Stevens, or maybe somebody else? Mm. You can text your answers to 10939. Okay. Are you going to reveal it here or give it up I'm going to reveal it next. All right. Who do you think ate the poutine Ooh. dip sandwich? I mean, the gravy cat footprints suggest Benam. It could have been one of the rats from the parking lot, maybe? Could it something? be a red herring? It could, Maybe. We'll find out next, but we also have to be honest with ourselves. It wouldn't have this dark of a tone if there was a Hannah Holmes movie. It would be more like this. This would be the theme music here. (laughs) Coming this 2023, who says you can't go Holmes? (laughs) Hannah Witherby is Hannah Holmes, and the club can't even handle her mysteries right now. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Hannah took us back to Victorian London today because... Sherlock Holmes is now free use, right? It's been around long enough that anyone could make a Holmes story and they can't get sued. Yes, it's public domain. That means we do not owe any royalties to the Sherlock Holmes estate by using our mystery, Hannah Holmes in the case of the missing Arby's poutine dip sandwich. And um, I resent the fact that I was one of the suspects in this mystery. Yes, there were a few suspects. Johnny Parks, our boss, Jay Stevens. Um, Also, Watson, a.k.a. my cat, Banum. 
and uh, maybe something or someone else. Well, that's just not even fair. There's people in this mystery you're not even telling us about. Well, interesting okay. you say that. Angelina thinks that my cat, Venom, did it, a.k.a. Watson. That was my guess, too. Yes, so he was found sleeping next to the empty RV's container with little gravy footprints all around it. Mm-hmm. Thing is, Watson's paws were gravyless. That's not fair. It couldn't have been him. That's cheating. We didn't know that. Well, I didn't tell you that, but you don't. I said that my specific words, which are written here, uh-huh. says Watson sleeping next to an empty Arbus container with little gravy footprints leading all around the studio. He didn't have gravy on his paws. And that is for you, the detective, to figure out. But we can't see it. This is the theater of the mind. That's exactly what it is. You have to imagine it, Johnny. Use your imagination. If it's not this freaking cat, then who did it? It better not be me. Well, it's funny because you actually solved the case of the missing Arby's poutine dip sandwich as soon as you heard it. The culprit was the parking lot rat. Ah! I got it! You got it! Hi, Casey, because Hannah mentioned that there was a little uh, cat door that Benami yep. uses to get outside. So yep. it was the rats that got in. The parking lot rats oh came through the kitty God. door from the studio to Olette Avenue. They ate the Arby's poutine <laughs> dip sandwich, and they left the tiny little footprints. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing ever, but and I love it And that solves Hannah Holmes <laughs> and the case of the missing Arby's poutine uh, dip sandwich. Yeah, tomorrow will be the mystery of how the hell I come in and do this every day. For more Hannah and Johnny, check out 93.9 Virgin Radio. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10.